Hello, and welcome to the Canopy Boulder podcast, where we talk about the intersection of entrepreneurship and investing in the legal cannabis industry. Each week, we'll give you our perspectives on the latest news in the industry, bringing you insightful interviews with entrepreneurs, investors, and the industry pros, and also go deeper on topics like launching a business, building a team, valuation, and pitching investors. Why would we take on such of a challenge? Well, we've helped launch 80 companies into the cannabis industry here at Canopy Boulder and made over 100 individual investments into these companies. So you might say we have the inside line on things. So join us as we take you deeper into legal cannabis and uncover all the nuances of starting up and investing in the cannabis industry. Hi, my name is Patrick Ray. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Canopy Boulder. And today we're going to be speaking with John Moore, uh, the CEO and founder of The Grove Spaces, a company in our fall 2018 cohort. So um, he has just sort of graduated from the program or been in the process. We're in week 14. So um, John, why don't you introduce yourself to the listeners? Hey, thanks, Patrick. Uh, My name is John, as Patrick said. Uh, Just graduated recently from the University of Colorado Boulder and uh, came here to Canopy right after that. So, John, um, where are you from? Are you local or are you coming to Canopy Boulder from places far and wide? Uh, Yeah, I've been local. I I guess you can call it that. I've been out here for about 10 years now uh, in the Front Range area and stuck around in Boulder, Colorado after graduating school. Cool. Cool. So tell us about your company, The Grove Spaces. Yeah. So what we're doing is creating uh, spaces that act as social use venues for cannabis. Um, And we're really looking to create an immersive experience that brings cannabis consumption out of the woodworks. Cool. Cool. So so that's a little bit of what and uh, why, you know, talking about a business, you know, you always have to be focused on, you know, driving the business, which means in your case, the customers and your clients. So who does the grow spaces serve? Who are the customers and why they choose to use um, and work with you instead of others? Yeah. So I, I can jump back to why it all started. Um, When the applications for social consumption were live in August of 2017, uh, no applications were submitted. So after that, we we went out and dug into exactly why that was, uh, found a problem as far as it's very restrictive for businesses in the industry to acquire these licenses, especially if they're a plant-touching business. Um, so we came in after about 800 interviews with consumers and business customers uh, to solve that problem. That's awesome. That's awesome. And it's especially, I think, important for an entrepreneur early in their journey to listen, right? Ask questions. We say two ears, one mouth, ask some questions and zip it and just hear what people have to say. If you can extract out um, more understanding of their pain points than others, then you have a better chance of being successful. So love that you're out there doing the research ahead of time. So talk to us um, about uh, what you've been doing now. Uh, we're in week 14, but talk, talk to us a little bit about the traction that you and your team have developed. 
Yeah, so we took that research um, and we put it into a proof of concept event. Um, it went great. Uh, so after that event, we got a lot of really positive feedback and um, it took us into our, our next events. And, um, and now we actually have our first space secured in Denver, Colorado. Um, and we're moving forward, hopefully uh, opening those doors March 1st. That's awesome. Super cool. There's nothing like turning an idea into a reality. Um, that is truly the first step in the entrepreneur's journey. Um, so let's, uh, let's talk about just social use in general. Um, this is like the last mile of cannabis, right? You know, providing a place for people to come together and consume uh, safely and responsibly. Uh, where do you see social use uh, and venues moving to? Is there, is there new legislation on the horizon? Uh, yeah, there is, which is really exciting. Um, it's exciting to start here in Colorado as it is such a mature market for cannabis. Um, but there's legislation in the works out in Massachusetts. Uh, currently in Colorado, it's at a municipality level. So a few cities like Denver, Telluride, uh, even up into some of the other mountain areas have talked about and are actively working to pursue social use venues, uh, as well as throughout California, there's multiple cities that um, have since granted social use venue licenses. Cool, cool. And, um, you know, the, you know, you spent a fair amount of time going to all the rulemaking meetings down in Denver. You know, can you tell us a little bit about your background and, you know, how you decided, you know, this was the thing you wanted to be doing? Yeah, so I, I first started um, tracking this out of my own curiosity. I really just thought it was cool. It was interesting. And like you said, it's really the last mile of the cannabis industry. Um, so when I was going in, I just thought I'd see what it, what it's all about. Um, and that's where we started to come up with what problems were uh, going to be faced by people pursuing these licenses. Um, and so the rulemaking meetings are really helpful. They're, they're very public. In fact, the next one's on January 18th. Um, so I encourage anyone listening to this to hop on uh, MED website or Denver Excise and Licenses and attend those and, and push this forward. Can you talk about us uh, about what those rule meetings are like? I, because I don't know how many people have attended one. And just to be specific, this is where the government agencies are coming together and they're making the rules. Talk a little bit about that process, what those meetings look like. Sure. Yeah. So a general meeting would be um, the council or action team coming together. Uh, they talk about what's happened uh, and what's on the horizon. And then they usually open it up for a good 30 minutes of public comment. And then they take into consideration the public's concerns uh, and what they can do to address those. Okay, cool. How long do they usually last, these meetings? Uh, they're about an hour to two hours. Um, so they're, they're quite extensive. But if you want to just pop in, would highly recommend it if you're interested in any area of the new legislation. Cool, cool. So um, show up. You know, be present, get involved. Exactly. Um, so now we're in week 14. How are you feeling? Feeling great. Yeah. Um, our team's awesome. I couldn't be happier. Like everyone's heard this a, a million times, but three most important things of a startup are team, team, team. And it, it really shows when, when our team's working together, really uh, synergized where we're doing cool stuff. And so it feels 
great to be at that point. So, so talk to me about, you know, the team, when you came to the program, um, we, we had a lot of conversations and we were, a lot of the conversations were focused on building a team that could execute your vision. So can you talk to us about, um, you know, the process of identifying, um, the roles, um, and then, uh, finding people and bringing them on and, and who they are. Yeah. So, um, like many startups, uh, this started out of a garage here in Boulder, Colorado, um, sat down for a few hours to really define the needs of the business. And, um, that helped us pinpoint roles, um, from there identified a few key people and at first brought them on in uh, a, a very minimal way, um, just to prove the concept and, and show them that this was going somewhere. So after our first event, we had people really, really fired up. Um, people were excited to see where I was going. And in my opinion, you need that to get the right people on board. And so when we got that excitement, it was go time for uh, formulating the, the core team. So it's been an exciting process and it's, it's fun to have people involved that are really excited about the concept. Cool, so who are these, these team members? Yeah, so it's myself, um, Arik Marcus, who's uh, from Boulder. He's had extensive uh, operating knowledge in restaurants and events. Um, Kristen Bangs, uh, she's our director of retail. She's run a few retail stores uh, and has extensive product knowledge. And then we're also working with Ella Kinlock, who has uh, really extensive product management um, knowledge as well. Cool, cool. So a strong operating team. Um, so let's go back now to your journey. You know, um, how did you find out about Canopy Boulder originally? Yeah, so it's kind of a funny story. It was about, what, two and a half years ago now? Yep. Um, I actually got word of an internship uh, for a company going through the Canopy Boulder cohort. Um, got it ran with it. Uh, and once I had my, my foot in the door here, it was clear this was, this was going somewhere cool and I uh, really didn't want to leave um, this, this atmosphere. So it's been awesome to be able to stay involved. Um, and just like you said earlier, um, just kept showing up. Mm -hmm. So, you know, making the decision to apply and launch the Grove Spaces through Canopy Boulder, you know, can you tell us about, you know, those decisions? Yeah. Um, so as a, a 23 year old right out of college, um, really was looking for that extra level of mentorship and support um, and just saw that Canopy Boulder provided that as well as the extensive network. Um, it's been great to tap into that and meet really, really uh, exciting people in the industry that are doing really cool things. So, you know, what did you know you needed to accomplish? Uh, before you came to Canopy Boulder and what were your goals during the program? Yeah, so one of the big goals was to actually um, get a venue. Uh, mm -hmm. The grand vision was really grand and I think honing that down through the Canopy Boulder program was, was really productive and it's allowed us to gain traction, uh, start driving revenue um, and I think one of the things I've learned is how important it is to drive revenue early on um, as a proof of concept. 
um, once you get that first dollar, it's really exciting. Um, yeah. And, and it is a great learning experience, right? Because in the early stages, I mean, it's a massive learning experience because you get to learn how people, um, you know, people change when there's an economic relationship, right? And, uh, you know, I think you can start with an expectation, it can grow, it can shrink, it can move all over the map. And it's like learning to uh, navigate those waters with your paying customers is, is an important thing. Yeah, and your projections will always be wrong. Um, and luckily ours have been wrong in a good way. Uh, <laughs> but from there, it's uh, just honing down our, our offering um, and what we provide to our consumers and business customers. Cool. So one thing I want to get your perspective on the Canopy Boulder program. Um, you know, what, what did you see that was different about the Canopy Boulder program and how did that appeal to you? Yeah, well, starting um, as an intern, I, I saw what it did and the benefit it uh, gave to people's businesses um, as well. Just the people you meet, the lessons you learn um, when real industry People are are face to face um, in one on ones or uh, meetings. It's it's awesome. It's really cool, and so you you learn a lot, which is a big part of the experience. And you get to talk to people you may otherwise not have been able to. Yeah, there's a, a high volume of conversations going on, right? And feedback flying around. I guess it, you know, for a lot of people, I think I, I think I saw we definitely saw you grow in this. Uh, the refinement of the messaging got so much better, right? Improved and sort of got very focused just through the repetitions of talking about the business. Um, so tell us how your life is now. You know, you're, you're sort of graduating the program. Um, what's changing now? You're in the transition the last month, week 14 of 16. You know, how does your, how does your day and your week change? Well, I think it's been uh, changing throughout the program. Um, right now, we're we're on a pretty good clip. Um, so we've knew this was was coming, um, preparing for it, and I think we're, we're really we're really ready, and our team's at a good spot. Uh, we have our weekly team meetings. We've got that pretty dialed in. Um, but I mean, as an entrepreneur, your your week's never never the same. Um, so there's still crazy weeks, crazy times, but. Uh, we're at a good spot as far as our, our team and organization. Awesome. Awesome. So what's next for the growth spaces? Um, what, what's your, and then what's also your big vision? Like what, what do you want this to become? Sure. Yeah. So what's immediately on the horizon is uh, our location in Denver, which is really exciting. Um, as far as where we're going, uh, we're looking to open four new venues uh, every year. Um, so that's a moving at a pretty, pretty solid rate. And with our team, I know we can do it. Um, the grand vision is to really take these spaces and allow new, cool, emerging products to be in those spaces and be involved and really have a face-to-face -face interaction with the, the customer. So we've always got our ear to the ground on what's coming up, uh, what's next as far as consumption or uh, there's a lot of new CBD products uh, coming into the mix with the farm bill passing. So uh, really excited to use our spaces as sort of a testing ground for all of these new and emerging 
products, whether it's software, hardware, or uh, consumables. Cool. And then I had one last question. What advice would you give to um, entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs in the cannabis industry? For the cannabis industry uh, specifically, um, personally, I come from a business school background and you take all of the things you know about starting a business and what resources are out there and you shift them. Um, you're not going to have a lot of the same resources as far as access to, to financing. Um, you'll be shut down more times than you can count uh, just by saying the word cannabis. Um, but moving past that, there's a great network within the industry who, which is full of people who are really supportive of uh, growing this industry and, and making it happen. Um, and I think the cool thing is when you have people uh, with polarized opinions on, on any, any industry, you, you know it matters and you know you're onto something disruptive. So it's a really exciting time to be in the space. Awesome, thanks, John. Um, if people wanna get in touch with you, uh, how, can they, how can they reach you? Yeah, so uh, reach out. Um, via my email at uh, john.more at thegrove.space or uh, go onto our website at thegrove.space um, and go to the contact tab and sign up for our monthly newsletters to stay involved. Awesome. John, thanks for being part of the Canopy Boulder Cannabis Business Podcast. Um, really excited about what you're doing and um, excited to be part of this entrepreneurial journey you're on. Awesome. Thank you for having me, Patrick. And thanks to everybody for listening. Um, if you like what you're hearing, uh, please let us know by uh, rating the podcast, giving us a thumbs up, um, writing a review. And if you're so inclined, share the podcast that you enjoy on your social media feeds so we can reach more and more people. Uh, thanks again for listening. And until next time, it's Patrick Ray uh, with Canopy Boulder. Thank you. Now for the disclaimers, uh, please do not take any information from the Canopy Boulder podcast or its guests as investment advice. Be sure to contact your licensed financial advisor before making any investment decisions. So thank you for listening and please join us for another Canopy Boulder podcast episode coming to you soon.